gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Better than he was before. Better. Stronger. Faster. You know what they say. New year, new me. Hey fam, welcome to a new episode of LM2 Talks, our first episode of the new year. As always, I'm your host, Larry. So this week we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, I still will be sharing some quick reviews later in the episode and talking a little bit about entertainment and whatnot, but this is going to be a little bit more personal because I'm going to talk about some of my new year's resolutions. And so some of these are just kind of things for my personal life, which might bore you. So I'm going to try to get those out of the way real quickly. Some of those are for my creative life and the things that I want to accomplish creatively within my own practice. And then some of those, some of these are going to be kind of my entertainment and podcast related, um, resolutions, the things that I want to accomplish this year or kind of want to do differently. So buckle up. We're going to try to keep this quick. I, you know, the last episode was a pretty long one. I'm going to try to be quick about this, but if you're listening to this episode, that means you can already see how long it is and you can tell me if I have failed or not. Hopefully I didn't. I'm trying to be better about getting out what I want to say more quickly. That's not a resolution. That's just something that I want to get better at. Uh, So let's see how I do. So really in the personal sector, you know, a couple of things that that really stand out are just wanting to eat better and stay true to my exercise goals. So um, for some of those of you who do know me in person, weight is something that I always kind of struggle with. And um, you know, in high school and all that, it was a lot easier to kind of maintain all that stuff because, you know, you're playing sports pretty much year round if you're, you know, athletic or, or semi-athletic. When I got into college, I had put on some weight and, you know, after college, it was a little bit easier to get it off because I was living at home. My schedule was like super regimented. So it was like, wake up first thing in the morning, work out. All the equipment was in the basement and home, everything like that. And then eventually you move out, you are on your own, you aren't making the best health decisions in terms of what you're eating or kind of maintaining your exercise. And so that's kind of what happened to me. I fell into a lot of bad habits and, you know, it's been kind of like an up and down thing. You know, some of it is related to, you know, depression and not really wanting to get out or not, you know, feeling the best about myself. And when you don't feel the best about yourself, you don't always do the best things for your body. And so in an attempt to kind of really try to get around that, you know, I am really focused on making a really big sea change and kind of getting myself back to where I want to be. Um, you know, I'm never going to be, you know, a skinny twig person. That's not who I am. I'm always going to be, you know, kind of a meteor person. Uh, but I want that meat to be, you know, situated in the right way. I know that sounds weird. For those of you who know me, you'll probably understand, especially if you knew me when um, I kind of had myself in a place where I felt really good about it. Um, So I'm looking to get back there. Um, One of the other things that I really want to focus on this year is keeping my hair on point. Uh, So I started growing out my hair 
uh, probably around, I want to say, March of um, last year. And it's been a, a really interesting experience kind of going from being a person who shaved my head pretty much every week to being someone who does not cut your hair at all and has twists that are starting to dread and and things like that. So uh, I probably will be recording an episode in the future all about hair or about my hair and kind of why I made the decision to grow it out um, because there is a lot to talk about there. And there are some current events that are really kind of tied into it that I do want to touch on. So definitely keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks about for an episode about hair and specifically my hair um, and the policing of hair. Um, you can probably tell where this is going if you've been paying attention to the news. Um, and the other thing that I want to do, which is which is funny because I haven't watched the, um, the new show on Netflix yet, but uh, I want to stay on top of my tidying up game. So uh, I have never been the most... Uh, cleanly person within my personal space i try to keep things neat and orderly at least for myself but because you know i'm i have a small apartment so i don't entertain a lot um i've never really been focused on kind of making sure that the space is organized and neat and everything like that and you know again that's just like another thing that i want to make that really big change on um you know it's it's one of those things where yeah, I, I've never kind of believed in like, you know, I have to have a clean desk or anything like that. And I don't think I will ever be able to be a person who has a completely clean desk. There's always going to be something. There's always going to be errant papers and pens everywhere. That's just who I am. But the rest of my space does not need to be like that. And, you know, clear space, clear head, you know, might be something that can kind of help keep me focused on the right things. So those are kind of my personal resolutions. Now let's move into some of my more creative resolutions. So one of the things that uh, you may not know is that I like to write. And, you know, in a previous episode of the podcast, I might have talked a little bit about why I started podcasting the idea that there were a lot of ideas that I wanted to share or things that I wanted to talk about, things that I wanted to get off my chest that in writing were just kind of taking me too long because when you're writing, there's that there's that thing where you're kind of searching for perfection. You're looking for the right words. You're looking for the right sentence structure. How can I put all of this together? How can I make it coherent? How can I make it make sense and, and go from point A to point B in a way that keeps everybody on board, which it's a lot easier to do that when you're talking. And so I found myself moving almost completely away from kind of the writing side of things. Not to say that I don't do any writing as part of my work. You know, when you're running social media, um, you have to do an awful lot of writing and there are some articles that I do some writing work on and editing work on. Um, but in terms of just kind of my own personal blog and things like that, I want to get back into doing some of that writing. I also want to get back to doing some poetry, something that most of you listening to this probably don't know is that I used to love writing poetry. Um, and that's something that I want to kind of bring myself back to. So if you know of a place where you can get some really good writing prompts, um, that aren't, you know, too out there, um, but are just kind of interesting things to think about and kind of get you 
into the get get you back into the writing process and back into that writing journey let me know um and on top of that i'm also you know like i mentioned i, I want to do some more writing for my blog um even if it's just listicles or you know kind of my responses to things that i've seen outside of talking about them on the podcast if i just want to expand a little bit more uh one of the things that i'm thinking about writing is because i had a really great reaction to spider-man into the spider-verse i kind of want to make a a short listicle about some of the characters that i would love to see animated in the style that we were kind of given in that movie so characters that i would like to see in the spinoff movies or the sequel or whatever so you know look forward to seeing some pieces like that start to pop up here and there the other thing that i want to do is to get back to sketching drawing painting and even some design so i've talked about this a little bit before i went to art school painting drawing sketching graphic design all that stuff those were my lifeblood for such a long time they're things that i love doing they're things that i i just haven't quite gotten to do as much lately not because anybody is preventing me from doing it but you know when you kind of start to move through life and make changes to your craft i started to do a lot more photography and that took me away from some of the drawing and painting and stuff like that and so I want to just kind of get back into all of those things that I left behind and to, in a way, kind of prove to myself that I still have the skills to do those things Um, because there are a lot of ideas that are in my head and I feel like sometimes it it's a little bit easier to kind of sketch them out and and visualize them that way than to just kind of keep them in there and then try to express them verbally so i really want to get back in touch with that kind of gestural art um the other thing that i want to do is to work on some videos so obviously with the podcast i've been doing an awful lot of audio editing and whatnot um, within my job, I've done a lot of overseeing on video work, um, you know, in terms of helping with the editing process or scripting process or, you know, you know, the overall kind of, you know, post-production side of things. Um, and I want to get back to kind of creating some stuff that I am making and, and whether that's like a video version of this podcast or or videos of, of reviews for things. I just want to get myself back into that habit. Maybe I'll start a YouTube channel. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Um, you know, for, for those of you who've been following along, I did try to start this with um, IGTV when that was around. And, you know, it was a lot of fun to do those videos. But because of the specific medium, I didn't think a lot of people were watching. That said, with something like, um, you know, let's say, you know, either... Facebook watch or, or YouTube, there's a lot of opportunity to kind of produce content and put it out there in a place where I know more eyes are going to be on it. Um, so, you know, let me know what you think, you know, with, with all of the stuff that I do, I'm always looking for feedback from you. So feel free to let me know. What do you, where do you want to see? Where do you want to see it? Where would you go to watch it? That kind of thing. Um, outside of video, I also want to do photo. So more photo, 
Um, you know, it, a lot of you know already that photo has kind of been my bread and butter lately. Um, I love photography, but I often feel like I don't do enough of it kind of, you know, for, for personal projects. I'm either doing it for work or for clients and things like that. And so I want to do more work with kind of working with individuals to create portraits that they are excited about and that that kind of I find fulfilling. And so for me, like a lot of the fun of creating portraits and doing photos of people is that kind of exchange between two people, getting to know the other person, getting to know what they're about and finding a way through my photography to kind of help showcase who they are. And so I I don't, you know, I, I had fielded it on my Instagram account. You know, I was like, oh, should I do one of those, you know, photo a day projects or something like that? And I, I don't think that really works for me because I don't personally, I don't think there are enough things that I see on a daily basis that really excite me enough to want to take pictures of them. And, you know, maybe that's something that should be on my resolutions list. Maybe I should find a way to work more time into seeing more interesting things every day. But realistically, you know, if I can do a fun, you know, portrait shoot portrait session every week or every other week, I feel like that would kind of scratch that itch for me. And, you know, there's some of that that I've designed into some of the projects that I'm working on at work. Um, but I really want to do a lot of this outside of work. And, and I think really what I want to focus on, there was a project that I started a while back that didn't quite pan out. But, you know, I really want to focus on different people and what makes them unique, what makes them interesting. Um, the things that other people don't always see within them or don't always understand within them. So, you know, if you know someone or you are somebody who wants to participate in this type of project, just let me know. Um, I am trying to make myself as available as possible. Obviously, I see a lot of movies and, and I watch a lot of television for this podcast and, you know, to, to kind of keep up my critical pieces. But I want to make sure that I'm making more time for my kind of creative outlet. And, you know, not that this isn't a creative outlet and not that the process of consuming media isn't a part of my creative process. But I just want to do more where I'm actually producing um, and feeling good about it. And I think the other thing that goes hand in hand with that is I really want to come to a greater understanding of what my personal artistic and creative aesthetic is. Um, and, you know, that's a project that I'll probably bring up in the future. But really what I'm looking to do or what I'm exploring right now is what speaks to me visually, what speaks to me, what are the things that, you know, I find really interesting and how can I work that into my work and start to make it consistent, make it something that across all of the work that I create, you can kind of see that, that theme throughout it. Um, you know, so that's something that's going to take a while. You know, it might take all year. It might cause issues with the different projects that I that I work on this year. They may not all look the same. They may not all have that same aesthetic. But I, it's 
everything is a process. And, you know, one of my Sixers taught me it's trust the process. And so I'm going to kind of continue going along that path until I really find that thing that works for me and that that feels right for me. So that's pretty much it in terms of, you know, the more creative, creative process resolutions that I have. And that brings me to the entertainment uh, resolutions, which are probably the meat and potatoes of what most of you are here to hear, here to hear, here. I was going to say here to see, but I, I remember that I am working in an audio medium right now. So you are hearing, you are here to hear. And these, for me, some of them are going to sound kind of weird. You know, this first one is going to sound weird, and it is to binge less. So for those of you that know me or have listened to this podcast in the past, you may know of, you know, the experience that I had watching pretty much all of Jane the Virgin in, you know, maybe like a week, week and a half. you You know, I'll give myself two weeks. I'll say I watched the whole series in two weeks. You know, a story that I always share is when I started grad school, when I was working on my first major paper, I decided to binge watch all of Breaking Bad so that I could be current by the time the season finale ended from the beginning. And I tend to do that with shows. I will, if it's all available, you know, Netflix is is really bad for enabling this for me. If it's all available, I will watch it all at once. I will not take breaks. I will just sit there and watch the whole things, the whole thing. Sometimes I will transfer from my TV to my iPad and just lay there in bed and watch. And that's something that I need to stop. You know, as much as I love taking in media, I want to meet it out a lot more so that a lot of these shows can last longer and that I can have more time with them. And so, you know, it's really about finding ways to kind of say, all right, I'm only going to watch one or two episodes tonight. I'm not going to watch five, just one or two. I'm going to be in bed at this time, set all of my devices so that they shut off and don't let me use them after a specific time, whatever it, whatever it, whatever it needs to be. I know that makes it sound really bad and sometimes it is, Um, but yeah, you know, there's, there's no reason that I need to be watching an entire series in one day or one week or whatever it may be, or an entire season of television, you know, in one 24 hour period. Um, You know, there's more than enough time, you know, most of you are getting around to those shows, so it's not like I have to watch the whole thing and report back right away. You know, I can go a couple of weeks and get to it when I can. So no, less binging, no binging. We'll see if I can stick to that. (laughs) I have some issues with impulse control, but we'll see. Um, One of the other things for me is seeing more movies that are outside of my comfort zone when they first come out. And, you know, because what I would say is I do see a lot of movies and a number of them are things that I would never think that I would have gone and seen even a year ago or two years ago. Um, But the problem is for things that are outside of my comfort zone, I usually wait. And the problem is when you wait, especially with independent films and things like that, they're out of theaters by the time that you're like, oh, I have time to go see this. So, you know, I want to make sure that I'm kind of pulling the trigger on those things earlier. Uh, One of the examples that 
comes to mind uh, right now is um, that movie, um, The Favorite. And so, yes, it's still in theaters right now, but all of the showtimes that they have for it are awful. And, you know, I'm not a person who likes to go to the movies at 9 p.m., whether it is a weekend or a weekday. Um, weekdays, if it's if it's starting after 6 p.m., probably not going to see it on the weekends. If I can't catch a matinee, you know, or I can't catch it before, you know, 5 p.m. or whatever, it's probably not going to happen. And so I just want to make sure that I'm getting into the theaters and seeing those films before they kind of hit that point where they're on their way out. Um, the next thing that I would say that I really want to work on is seeing more plays and stage productions, things like that. Um, I have always had a great love of plays and whatnot. Um, growing up, my dad was a big Shakespeare guy. And so, you know, every summer we would go to the Shakespeare Festival and, you know, we would see three or four or five plays, depending on, you know, what the season looked like, what shows they were doing. And so I want to get back to doing more of that. There's a lot of really inventive things that that people are doing on the stage. And so I just want to kind of be in that environment. I want to take in that type of entertainment as well. Not just the stuff that I can see on my screens, but to see physically and see people actually performing in front of me. Um, that's something that I really want to do. Like, you know, uh, a couple of months ago, I got to see American Son uh, with Kerry Washington. And that was that was a really great experience of being there in the theater, seeing it. You know, and we got lucky enough that there was a, a cast Q&A immediately following you know, so I just want to be there and be able to have more experiences like that in the theater setting and to experience a different type of performative art or, you know, things like that. On top of that, I think the other thing that I want to make sure that I do more of this year, and I used to be really, really good about this, is I want to make sure that I'm going to see live music a lot more often. And this doesn't mean that I need to be seeing like the biggest artists on the biggest stage, you know, at sold out shows or anything like that. You know, even if it's small jazz bands or open mics or, you know, some artists that I've never heard of is just playing down the street or whatever it may be. I want to make sure that I am kind of engaging in more of the live music scene. I want to make sure that I'm kind of experiencing more music personally firsthand not just listening to it you know through my mp3 player you know my iphone or you know on my computer or through my record player you know as as much as i love my vinyl you know i love hearing music live and in person and and feeling the energy of the people that are listening to it that much more so i want to make sure that i'm doing that and on top of that you know again it's just finding new artists to listen to. Um, in my last episode, I talked about one of my big disappointments in 2018 was not really hearing a lot of music that spoke to me. And so, you know, I want to go on a, you know, almost like a, a, a quest to find some new music, new artists that really do it for me, that get me excited about music again and to kind of go from there. And so outside of kind of the entertainment pieces and the entertainment resolution, 
a couple of the things that I want to do with the podcast this year is I really want to start figuring out guests. Um, so I know I've talked about this in the past, the idea that eventually I want to move to a format where I can talk to different people about the subjects of each episode. Um, and I've already talked to a few people about some of the ideas for different episodes. So I really just need to figure out what that production looks like. Where am I going to record? How am I going to record it? Is it something where we have to be in the same space? Can we do it, you know, over the internet, whatever it is. So, you know, that's something that I'm going to be working on figuring out. The other thing is I really want to kind of look at sponsorship, you know, as much as, you know, I don't want to be accused of being a sellout and everything like that. Some of the benefits of sponsorship sometimes are just offsetting costs, you know, so being able to produce this more easily or take in more media without feeling like I'm kind of scraping too far into my limited disposable income at this point. Um, as well as just being able to get more ears on the podcast, getting more people to hear the things that I have to talk about or the subject matter that I that I want to, you know, kind of bring to these discussions. So, you know, I think that's something that I'm really looking at in the new year. And so that's why, you know, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, I've been kind of tossing around the idea, like, do I start to think about changing the name of the podcast? You know, is there something that that works or that could work that might be almost more of an earworm, um, you know, something that catches people's attention a little bit more? Um, or, you know, do I say screw it and I just really stay with myself and try to find somebody who is fine with me kind of doing this in my style and kind of sticking with who I am. Not to say that if I gave this spot podcast a different title, it wouldn't be me. Um, you know, some of the things that are one of the, one of the ideas that came to mind was just, you know, well, I'm not going to share it cause you might steal it. Uh, I don't trust you. You know, I love you. You're my audience, but I'm not going to give you one of my ideas. Um, but, you know, other than that, other than getting sponsorship, the other thing that I really want to do this year is to make sure that I'm staying consistent with my production schedule. So if I say that a new episode is going to come out on this date, a new episode comes out on that date. I also want to be intentional about the time that I take off from the podcast. So, you know, really building in this is when this episode is coming out. So, you know, over the next couple of weeks, a ma very major thing that I'm going to be doing is kind of planning out, all right, these are the episodes that I'm going to do. Um, these are the subjects that I'm going to cover. And that way, you know, I can kind of hold myself a little bit better to that schedule. And I'm not just kind of winging it. You know, I'm always winging it a little bit, but that's why you're here. That's why you love it. You just want to hear me talk off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, along those lines, one of the things that I do want to try is doing a few more kind of scripted episodes. And I don't mean that to say that I'll just be reading the entire time, but doing things that have, you know, a bit more research and are a bit more kind of storytelling and a lot less kind of, hey, here's my reaction or here's what I think about this thing. Um, it will still be that, of course, but it'll just be presented in a slightly different manner. Um, and so for one of those episodes that you have to look forward to in February, I am looking to do an episode on the Black Panther uh, one year later, you know, so kind of looking at 
back when Black Panther came out in theaters last February to kind of where we are today, what that, you know, what the year has kind of, what a year of the Black Panther has kind of left us with, um, how have, how have my feelings changed possibly, how have potentially other people's feelings changed, what do I think is coming next, that kind of thing. And also, you know, again, kind of speaking to what the film means to me personally. I talked a bit about it uh, last podcast episode, but there was still so much that I kind of left unsaid there that I really want to re-explore the topic and get into it all over again. And yeah, so those are my resolutions for this year. You know, I definitely would love to hear your feedback on those. You know how to reach me. If you don't, you know, a little bit later in the podcast, I'll make sure to give you all that information again. But I'm just going to quickly segue into I'm going to try to do some rapid fire spoiler free reviews, because since I didn't technically do them last episode, there are a bunch of movies that I've seen. Let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight movies that I've seen since the last time I've done one of these. Hopefully I counted correctly. I would hate to be an idiot. Um, that I'm just going to kind of give you some quick thoughts on. Um, the first one being Aquaman. Again, talked about it in my year-end episode. Aquaman is not a good movie. Anybody who is telling you Aquaman is a good movie and some sort of return to form for DC is lying to you. It is not good. Sure, you know, if you love Jason Momoa, you think he looks good, that's great. You know, he's got a certain amount of charisma. There are cool elements to the film. There are things that I liked about the film. But it is not a good film. It is a mess. The script is a mess. The screenplay is a mess. Aquaman deserved better. After seeing Aquaman, I actually saw Bumblebee the same day. Bumblebee is easily the best of the Transformers movies, the live action Transformers movies, I should say. Um, it. I thought it was really cute personally. I thought it had a touching story. I enjoyed the human character. There were some things that I thought, you know, they could have done differently since it was kind of a soft reboot of the Transformers franchise. I would have loved for them to do some things different with Bumblebee, but all the stuff that they had, uh, all the Transformers action, I thought was really well done. It was less confusing than it had been in past movies. Um, it was kind of like E.T. meets the Transformers. You know, it, it, it had a lot of that kind of 80s nostalgic DNA without feeling too kind of saccharine and, you know, pandery to that old feeling. Um, plus all the stuff that happened on Cybertron that they showed was awesome. If you're a big fan of the original Transformers uh, and don't really care about these movies, at least stay for the beginning of the film so you can see that and then maybe just walk out or wait till it's streaming and just watch that part. Uh, the other movie that I saw recently was Welcome to Marwan. Uh, I saw this with my mom and sister over the you know Christmas holiday break. Um, it is a movie that definitely took a lashing from the critics. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with them. I can understand why some of them may have had issues with the film. There are some definite problematic pieces of it or things that I felt... Um, didn't quite work as well as they thought they were going to but at the same time i thought it was a serviceable kind of good 
story about someone dealing with kind of mental health uh, issues and addiction. Um, and, you know, I, I think there are a lot of people that if they gave this film a chance, they would see something that they can really kind of take from it or learn from it. Um, next was Bird Box, you know, that Netflix uh, hype beast that everybody had been talking about for weeks or for the last couple of weeks. Everybody's doing the Bird Box challenge and, you know, walking into the street blindfolded and things like that. It's fine. It's fine. Like, I can't say that it's bad because I thought a lot of the performances really worked for me. I thought it looked pretty good for essentially a made for TV movie. Um, I mean, it, it looks better than a made for TV movie. That's being very dismissive. I love Sandra Bullock. She was great in it. Um, you know, a lot of, again, a lot of people were great in it. The premise is interesting, but overall, like, it felt a bit bland to me and it felt like something that I had seen before a bit of the happening meets the mist, uh, with a little bit of HP Lovecraft sprinkled in there. If you've seen it and you don't really, if you're and you're not really familiar with the idea of cosmic horror, uh, I would definitely tell you to look up cosmic horror. If you're like, I'm trying to understand what happened and why did this happen when people, saw the thing or why did they have to wear blindfolds if you're questioning that like definitely look into cosmic horror i think it'll answer a lot of the questions that you have about it um not to say that that's directly where it was being taken from because from what i've read of what the author of the original book had to say it's not necessarily taken from that but i think it's a good uh parallel to draw uh the other netflix hype train thing that i watched was black mirror bandersnatch so this was the choose your own adventure black mirror episode mini movie thing it is not bad but it is also not great you know i, I don't even know if i would say it was good the actual story itself was pretty bland and you know, one of the issues with this kind of thing is you introduce characters that really don't go anywhere or don't really mean anything to the overall story or have such a bit part that they could have not been a part of it at all. Most of the decisions didn't feel like they had enough weight. Um, and yeah, I, you know, again, as, as an experiment, I thought it was really cool. I think the idea was there. For people that don't really care about story or anything like that, I don't understand why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think for a lot of people who who don't really kind of read too deeply into the media that they're consuming, they might have a better time with this than people that are really kind of saying, you know, well, why did this storyline end up like this? Why did they do this? If you're a person who tends to question what you're watching, I think you'll have kind of a similar reaction to what I did where you're like, the concept's cool, the story leaves something, you know, leaves me wanting more. If you're someone who's like, well, this is interesting, I don't read too much into things, I'm having fun, you'll probably have a really good time with it. And and again, they do a lot of really great things with it. I just personally wanted the story to go in a much more interesting direction especially since it's from the Black Mirror folks. I mean, you've seen what they've done, and I just felt like it could have had 
some more of those moments that we all love from, you know, the um, Black Mirror Pantheon. Next, another direct-to-Netflix movie that I watched was Mowgli, uh, The Legend of the Jungle or something like that. I forget what the entire title is. It's the Andy uh, Serkis-directed Jungle Book film. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Legit, ran into it thinking I was going to hate it. Kind of enjoyed it. Wished that they had the budget that the Disney movie had so that they would have been able to do a lot better with some of the animations. I'm going to be real. Some of the animals had really wonky faces. But that said, I thought it had some really kind of great moments. I thought it told the, it told the Jungle Book story in a really interesting way. And yeah, I, I would actually definitely recommend watching it. Um, you know, especially if you are a person who, you know, liked the jungle book, but wants to see it interpreted by someone else. Uh, I think it does a really, it does some really interesting things. Plus the voice cast is amazing. Christian Bale is Bagheera. Andy Serkis is Baloo. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is, is Shere Khan. And like, you can feel his schmog energy coming back. Um, and, and Kate Blanchett as, as Ka. Uh, the snake, uh, just a lot of really great stuff in the film. Um, definitely worth a watch. Oh, almost the end. Two more. Um, I also recently saw vice, the Adam McKay directed film about, uh, Dick Cheney. It was an interesting film. I personally thought it could have been a little Smoother is the word that I would probably use. Um, you know, again, it's not bad. It's just it felt a little disjointed in places. The pacing seemed off in a few areas. And, you know, there were certain time periods that I wished it had focused on more. That said, I thought it was an interesting, albeit fictionalized look at Dick Cheney's life. Um, and I thought some of the story mechanism, uh, storytelling mechanisms that they used were actually pretty interesting. Um, if you've seen the big short, you kind of know what to expect. Um, I don't know which I would say is better. Um, I think one of the things that gave this a little bit of an edge for me, um, Not that I think it, not that I necessarily think that Vice is a better movie than The Big Short, but Christian Bale's performance as Dick Cheney is, it's amazing. Like it's, it's so interesting and, you know, the makeup that they do and everything like that, it's just, it's really, really kind of remarkable, even though there are points in his life, in his life where you know, looking back at old pictures of Dick Cheney, you're like, well, he wasn't quite this broad at this point in his life, but you know, I get what they're trying to do. Um, so, you know, worth, worth checking out, but you know, again, you know, I'm not going to say you necessarily need to see it in theaters. It's definitely something that you can enjoy just as well at home streaming. Um, you know, it, it's not a, it's not a big film or it's not a, a larger than life film that, you know, it needs the theater screen real estate. Um, and the final movie that I saw, and I, I realized that I like four of these were things that were released on Netflix that you could watch at home. Um, that said, this last one is also available in theaters. And, um, you know, I, 
I personally don't think there is a wrong way to watch this film um, because it is so deeply personal. Um, it is Roma, uh, Alfonso Coron's uh, newest film, um, which at the time of my recording this, he has won a Golden Globe for Best Director and for Best Foreign Language Film for this film. And it follows kind of the experience of a housekeeper named Cleo um, and kind of her life and its ups and downs. And it's this beautiful exploration of class and, and language and loneliness and, and longing. And it's just, it's so beautiful, but disgusting at times and heart-wrenching and you know it's it's a film that i would say you know you need to be prepared to watch you know unless you are a very unfeeling person which you know that's fine more power to you but it is a film that you need to kind of be prepared to go into because you know i'll be honest like I didn't know what to expect. I found myself ugly crying at a few points. Um, but again, it is, it's a beautiful film. I know some people are going to be like, this is boring. Why do I have to read subtitles? Suck it up. Reading subtitles makes you a better person. There, I said it. People are going to be like, why is it in black and white? Black and white is great. If you can't tell the story that you need to tell without color, you're probably not good at telling that story. I don't know. That 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 might be a stretch. It's it's beautiful. I understand that it is a film that isn't going to be appreciated by everybody, but I personally loved it. I think it is a film that deserves that love, you know, and deserves people to see it. So, you know, again, it's on Netflix. You can give it a try. You can if you don't like it, you can always turn it off and, you know, watch some more Queer Eye or, you know, watch The Office for the thousandth time or return on Parks and Rec. Um, but I definitely, I encourage you to give it a try at the very least. And for those of you that take this recommendation to heart, you know, I'm hoping you do enjoy it. And I would love to talk to you about the film later on. So I sort of kept it shorter i failed uh but i'm gonna leave it there for this week's episode um hopefully i will be back not hopefully i will be back next week with a new episode um i'm going to keep it a surprise what it's about it's about hype and why you shouldn't believe the hype and about bandersnatch and bird box um did i just say that yes so next week i'm going to be talking about hype and why you shouldn't believe the hype. Hopefully I will be back to my shorter episode style, you know, no longer than 30 minutes. Um, you know, these last two had to be a little bit longer because there was just a lot more to talk about, a lot more to say. Um, as always, if you have questions, if you want to leave me feedback, make sure to hit me up on social media at LarryTron on pretty much every social network. You can shoot me an email, Larry at LM2photo.com. 
Uh, you can also, uh, you know, leave me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or SoundCloud or TuneIn or wherever you listen to your podcast. Definitely leave me some feedback so that I can keep these episodes being something that you actually want to hear. Um, and yeah, that is everything for this week. I hope you had a good time listening to me. I want to hear about your resolutions. Tell me what you're up to in the new year, what things that you want to accomplish and how we can kind of hold each other accountable to make sure that those things happen. So I'll talk to you again soon, fam. Peace.